0: Okay, so if you're tuning in on uh, uh, YouTube, uh, don't forget to put the thumbs up. If you're watching this later, put the thumbs up as well. If you're on one of the Facebook platforms, uh, thanks for joining with us. And it's a blessing to have you uh, with me here today. Um, We are going to press in in the scriptures here. As I said, we're going to be talking about Jeremiah And uh, why we need to know the truth. And this is really important. And, you know, I might be having a little bit of a rant as we go on here, but it's about time someone speaks up and uh, speaks what is truth. And that's what we need more than anything. We need the truth to be spoken for such a time as this. Hallelujah. All right, let's just take a moment and pray. Father, I want to thank you for this time today. I want to thank you for your word. As we spend time in the word today, I ask Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit, that you will come alive. You will minister to us, Father. You will speak forth your word, that your authority will go forth today as we proclaim your word. Father, that you open our eyes of understanding by the Spirit. We don't want to see by the flesh and just look at what's happening in the natural. Even though we see the manifestation of that which is in the Spirit, manifesting in this natural realm and that's what we want to witness we want to witness the testimony of yeshua the messiah he is our living elohim so father as we read your word today i pray that you will speak to us that you will challenge us uh, empower us uh, in every way uh, for the purpose of your kingdom we just want to proclaim let your kingdom come let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven in yeshua's name Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you're tuning in right now, share this with someone else right now. Take a moment and share the feed. Uh, Share the YouTube. uh, Copy and paste it. If you're watching it later, share the feed anyway with people because I believe some of the things that we're going to hit on today are so important. I want to go back to October the 7th 7th when the massacre happened here in the land of Israel. At 5 a.m. in the morning, I was sitting in the gazebo outside doing what I normally do, seeking first his kingdom uh, and just studying the word and pressing in in the spirit first thing in the morning. And as I was pressing in, the Holy Spirit had me reading chapter 4 to chapter 10 of the book of Jeremiah. I'd found myself in this book for quite some time and I can't really get out of this book because of the message and the understanding that needs to come forth uh, from the prophet Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah, he wasn't one of those prophets that were that went down in history because of the most awesome and incredible revival of all time. That was not the whole plan and purpose of Jeremiah. But you know what? Righteousness and truth came out of his mouth. The Father Jehovah called him as a prophet to proclaim the word of Yehovah. And what do we understand about the prophetic office? And that is that it's called to bring the people of Elohim into alignment with the truth of Elohim. We want to be in line with the truth of Elohim. And, you know, today we have a, a huge problem today because we, we have a misunderstanding con- concerning modern Judaism. Listen, modern Judaism was formed, uh, you know, even later than uh, the first born-again believers of the first century. Modern Judaism was formed after the destruction of the temple after AD 68, AD 70, in that time frame. And uh, they had to come together and work out what are they going to do because there was no temple. The temple was destroyed. What do we do? Do we believe in Yeshua the Mashiach, that Yeshua of Nazareth is the Messiah. Do we worship him? Do we serve him? Or do we form a new religion based on works? And that's the religions that we have everywhere else within the world. We have religion of works. And that is not what we see from the scriptures from Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. What we see within the scriptures, it's all about relationship. It's all about the importance of being united with the father hallelujah so i want us to focus on that for a second and not be confused jeremiah was rejected in his day because everyone liked the words of the tingling ears of the prophets uh, who were following the spirits of Baal and other religions, as you see in chapter 2. But here Jeremiah was rejected, but today he is one of the major prophets of the Tanakh. So that means after time, that means after time had passed, that uh, um, even religious Judaism had to recognize, you know what? Jeremiah truly was a man of Elohim. He truly was Bringing forth the word, why? Because the very things that he prophesied came to pass. We saw them unfold, and there's many things within the book of Jeremiah that have still to come to pass. But I want to just open up uh, parts of this scripture so that we can get hold of this and understand it. You know, Jeremiah. He was the son of Hilkiah, one of the priests at (laughs) (laughs) Anaphophon, Anathaph, Anathaph, Anathaph. In the territory of Benjamin, so here was he was in the southern kingdom. he came from the family of a priestly line, and there was a call over his life. It talks about the different kings that were ruling during his time uh, he He was prophesying for forty to fifty years, proclaiming the word of jehovah so We've got to understand that. In verse 4, it says the call of uh, Jeremiah. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Hallelujah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Do you understand what's taking place? The Father knows the end from the beginning. He knows what's going to take place within the generations in which we are living. And this book is so relevant to today, to uh, the state of Israel, to what's happening in the land of Israel. And as we saw on uh, September or on October the 7th, What we witnessed in this genocide is we we witnessed an attack from Hamas, from the terrorists themselves coming in that spirit of jihad to destroy the, uh, the land of Israel, to come against the promises of the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And in that attack that happened, uh, Treadful things took place in that attack that has not been seen uh, in so many generations. And, you know, look, I know there's been some terrible things in the past. Look at what the Assyrians used to do. They used to go into the cities. They used to behead all the men and pile all their heads at the gates of the city. They'd also take the skin off humans that had died and make furniture out of it. And they were pretty evil people, did some pretty terrible things but this is one of the worst forms of genocide that we have seen uh, to uh, Israelis or the Jewish people you know since the time of the holocaust but even in the midst of that there's so many genocides and things going on around the world man there's there's millions of people who have lost their lives uh, to the uh, or at the hands of islamic jihadists and uh, just uh, crazy people that are just possessed by the enemy. But the word the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. You know, I, I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Man, talk about a place of confidence. Here he is, a young child. The word of Yahovah comes forth. And when he hears the word of jehovah What's his response? His response is, how does that word weigh up with my current situation? How does that word align with what I'm going through? How does that word align uh, with who I am and how I see myself? And this is one of the problems that we have when it comes to the Scriptures, when it comes to applying the Scriptures. listen. We don't just need motivational words with biblical principles. We need to hear the word of Yahovah. We need the word of Yahovah to come forth to bring transformation within our lives. We don't just want to just go through a few scriptures and have a little talk, but we want the living reality of a mighty Elohim to burst forth into our lives to bring supernatural transformation. That's what I'm expecting. So he says, Before I formed you in the womb... I knew you. What's he saying? He's saying, listen, I want you to be confident of something. The very one who made the heavens and the earth, the very one that put everything into place, the creator of the universe, the God, the only true living God, knew you, made mention of you. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations this word that he is speaking to from the southern kingdom to the northern kingdom is not just a word just for israel it's a word for the nations why because salvation Salvation comes only through the Mashiach, through the Messiah. And we have got to be grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel. We've got to understand who we are in Messiah so that we can walk in His ways. And what was his response? Alas, Sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. So again, what are we seeing here? Jeremiah hears the word of Yehovah. Then he looks at his circumstances, looks at his position and what does he identify with? He identifies with all of his disadvantages. He identifies with all of the reasons why this word uh, doesn't, uh, you know, I'm not going to receive this word. This word goes beyond who I see myself. And, you know, this is why we've got to get that revelation. It's not how you see yourself. It's it's us receiving the word of the Lord, believing the word of the Lord. Look at what happened to Gideon. You mighty man of valor. You mighty man of war. And Gideon, he's, he's caught by surprise when the angel of the Lord, Yeshua, literally Yeshua shows up and you know what's he doing he's in a wine press you know stomping around trying to make some bread right you know dealing with the flour and then this word comes forth you mighty man of valour you mighty man of war. And his response is, well, that's not how I see things. That's not how things look from my perspective. But what we see every time we come to the scripture, we see that there's a perspective that the Father wants us to get hold of. And that is the perspective of seeing through the eyes of the Spirit. You want to receive boldness? What caused David? young david to stand up and say you uncircumcised philistine when he looked into the eyes of goliath and even all of the other israelis they heard david saying what what you can sound about this uncircumcised philistine for you know he's nothing why he doesn't even have a covenant with the living god he serves a false god he He stands only in his strength, only in his ability, but i 've fought the lion i've fought the bear by the spirit he didn 't just fight the lion and the bear because David was awesome. He saw the victory and the blessings because of the hand of Jehovah upon his life and here is uh, he, here is Jehovah making a, a declaration over jeremiah i'm I'm outlining the call over your life and as we go through these portions of scriptures and we see how he responds i don't know how to speak i'm too young basically no one's going to listen to me i have no authority there is protocol that has to be carried out for the word of yahovah to go forth there's protocol within the temple there's protocol within the political realm there's protocol within the family Uh, you know, being a child of a priest um, there's protocol that must be carried out. And what does Jehovah do? What does God do? He says, I'm going to cut across all of those things. I'm not subject to those protocols. I'm not subject to the ways of this world. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. Alas, Sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But, but the Lord said to me, do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. Do not say, I am too young. And I want you to get this word right now because if we're going to raise up the spiritual army, if we're going to see the army of Jehovah rise and be victorious and bring transformation to this generation, you've got to hear the word of the Lord. You've got to receive the word of the Lord and you've got to walk in the ways that the Father has called you to walk and not say the things that you see in the natural. Do not say, I am too young. You've got to change your stinking thinking. You've got to st- change what comes forth from your mouth when the Lord is speaking. And here's the problem we have today. We're not taking the time to hear the word of the Lord. So we're trying to shape We're trying to organize what our faith walk looks like. Uh, You know, what steps we take to do things that are honorable before God. And that's not what it's about at all. We're called to live life by the Spirit. We're called to inquire of Elohim. We're called to get to that place where we're receiving from Him. We're being empowered by His Word. His Word speaking directly into our hearts. You know what? When you have the Word of Yehovah, When you've got the word of the Lord, you've got the word of authority to operate for such a time as this. You know, as I'm speaking right now, we've got breaking sirens going off in northern Israel right now as Hezbollah is firing missiles into our northern communities right now. And, you know, I do have that coming up on my phone um, as uh, we're on this uh, broadcast, just keeping an eye on, on what's going on. You know, we've had, three hours ago, quite a barrage of um, uh, or infiltration of uh, suicide drones coming in three hours ago. Now we're starting to find that they're trying to hit SFAT again um, with uh, missiles. So anyway, that's where a soldier was killed yesterday. You know, this is terrible what's taking place. It is time we're on the verge of the biggest breakout of war in northern Israel, right here, where I'm ministering to you from today. And like I said, when I sat outside on the 7th of October, this is the word that came to me. It was the word of Jeremiah. What was the problem with the people? The problem with the people is they're defiling the land. The problem with the people is they're not following the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They're not walking in the ways of Yehovah. They're walking in the ways of this world. They're walking in the names... Of foreign gods, you know how many people, how many nations, uh, uh, give up their idols to go uh, and worship another god. Yet we have the living God, and here we have people walking away from Yahovah to serve other gods and to. Defile the land so if we are truly back in the land for such a time as this for the restoration of the new covenant that We see in Jeremiah chapter 31 then that means there has to be a supernatural change There has to be that place where we receive that heart of flesh where clean water is sprinkled upon us That's the born again experience. Hallelujah. That's not the introduction of Judaism. But Jehovah said to me, don't say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you. I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then Jehovah reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words within your mouth. Hallelujah. Just take a moment right here and just allow the hand of Jehovah To touch your lips. Just allow the hand of God to minister. You know, we have a God who's personal. He wants to uh, minister to you, He wants to uh, bring forth His truth, He wants to put His words within our mouths. You know, sometimes I'm surprised at the things that come out of my mouth. Because as I meditate on the Scripture, that's one thing, but then we start moving into another dimension and we're preaching the Word. We, we might be on the streets and doing evangelism, and all of a sudden a prophetic word comes forth. Or even in a teach, then the Word of Yehovah just burst forth out of my mouth. You think, where did that come from? That's not something that I was going through in the place of meditation, but that's something that was birthed in that moment. And this is what God is saying to Jeremiah. I'm going to reach out my hand. I'm touching your mouth. And, you know, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations. And that's why this word is not just for the house of Israel and the house of Judah, the southern and the northern kingdom. It's also for the nations. It is for each and every one of us. I'm going to appoint you. I'm calling you to the nations and kingdoms to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, to overflow, to build and to plant. And this is the whole foundation of what it truly means to be a prophet. First, what the prophetic word does is it has to break down because a prophet's called to bring the people of Elohim back into line with the, the, the Tanakh, with the scriptures. So, he's what? what's going to happen as he starts to speak, he's going to uproot, he's going to tear down, he's going to destroy, he's going to overthrow. Uh, why? All of that has to take place first if we are going to be able to do what? Build and to plant. Hallelujah! This is about the full council of restoration. And that's what God is going to do here in the land of Israel. I believe we're on the verge of one of the greatest revivals the world has ever seen. And we have many people that just want to prophesy fear and brokenness. And yeah, look, listen, I know the uprooting, the tearing down, the destroying, the overthrowing, it's coming. It's coming in northern Israel. It's coming in this season. I'm prophesying right now. I'm telling you, this is the word of Yehovah. This is the season. And the reason it's happening is so that God can bring this land back to himself. So the question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to get caught up in false doctrine thinking, well, hallelujah, if they come back to Judaism, they're coming back to Abraham, they're getting halfway there. No, they're getting halfway down the road to an anti-Mashiach spirit. That is not where they need to go. Listen, even the Muslim's father is Abraham. So just because the Jews come back to Abraham doesn't mean we're going to see restoration because that religion, Orthodox or or just modern-day Judaism, that religion has an Antichrist spirit. It's against the Mashiach. It wants to take out the contents concerning the Messiah, especially Isaiah chapter 53. It doesn't want you to know. Doesn't want you to look upon the one whom you have pierced. So we see the importance of how the prophetic operates. And then the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? Isn't it amazing when the when when the hand of the Lord comes forth, right? When the when the calling comes forth. Then the question is have you received it? How do I know if I've received it? Cuz I start to see the fruit, the manifestation of what's taking place in the spirit is going to start taking place within my life. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see a branch of almond trees. I replied, "The Lord said to me, you've seen correctly, for what I'm uh, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled and what do we understand about the almond tree you know i truly believe that uh, tree, um, uh, the tree of life in the garden was an almond tree. And that's why uh, Aaron's rod that buddied almonds, you know, was a declaration of the tree of life. Maybe even his rod was one of the branches off of that tree of life. Well, maybe one day we'll find out if that's true or not. I don't know. I'm not putting that down as doctrine. I see a branch of an almond tree, he replied. And you know, what is it that's interesting about the almond tree? The village that he came from was uh, almond groves. That was what they grew in that area. You see, I, I see the branch of an almond tree. It's also one of the first trees that produces fruit in early in the season. It's the sign of the spring coming forth is the almonds, um, you know, the flowers coming forth on the almond tree and those nuts uh, being created. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. You know, the word has to be tested. The anointing, the call of your life has to be tested. When you receive the word of Yehovah, get out of your comfort zone and apply the word of Yehovah so that you can see victory in Messiah. Then the word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered It is tilting towards us from the north. Yahovah said to me, From the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I'm about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms declares Yahovah. Wow! This is powerful. This uh, pot Um, This is a pot of disaster, right? It's a boiling pot that's tilted towards us from the north. This is what we're looking at right now. Let me tell you something. Man, dealing with Hezbollah is not like dealing with Hamas. It's going to be another level. I don't know how safe it's going to be even in the area in which we are living. But, you know, we've got to stand and pray and press forward in the mighty name of Yeshua. We have a God who is able. He is able. He will protect us and he will use us. And here's Jeremiah in the midst of all of the turmoil of the sins of the southern kingdom. And he's rejected. He's his his own family wanting to assassinate him. Can you imagine that? His own parents, why to kill him? Listen, you know, oh, you're anti Semitic, Jeremiah. You're speaking all the wrong words. We don't like what you have to say. We even want to kill you from <laughs> within his own family, but we have to understand that the uh, the the foundation of the word of Yahovah is confirmed within his life. I see a pot that is boiling. I answered, "It's tilted towards us from the north." Yahovah said to me, "From the north, disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land." I'm about to summon. All the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls, against all her towns in Judea. I will pronounce my judgments, not just judgment singular. I'll, I'll pronounce my judgments on my people. Because of their wickedness, why they're in covenant, we haven't got to Jeremiah chapter three where we see the words of divorce spoken out right i'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me in burning incense to other gods and in worshiping what their hands have made man this is incredible when you think about this worshiping what your hands are made listen if you've woke up to be born again of the spirit to the living reality of god what are you doing wasting your time with the lusts and the pleasures of this world sell out today to the will and purpose of yahovah and then verse 17 this is the word hear the word of yahovah right now get yourself ready stand up and say to them whatever i command you Get yourself ready. You know, don't try and look at the analysis of what's going on in the natural. But today, hear the word of Yehovah. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Wow. Listen, if you let a spirit of fear step in, you can't function by faith. You can't deliver the word of Yahovah. There's times where the Father's given me a prophetic word, and I'm speaking forth the prophecy. I'm bringing forth the word that the Father has given me. And as I'm speaking the word, I'm getting whiter and whiter. I don't believe the word. I think this is a terrible word. I would never like anyone to give me a word such as I'm giving this person. And it's embarrassing. And then you get to the end of the word. Why? Because you faithfully deliver even in the midst of everything Bypassing your mind, bypassing your understanding, then you ask the question, "Is this the Word of Yehovah?" And the individual says, "Yes, this is the Word of Yehovah, so listen, don't be terrified before them, or yeah. I'll terrify you <laughs> don't be terrified by them or i'll I'll terrify you before them listen, you, you know you won't even get to leave their presence. Listen, we don't need a people who shrink back. We need a people that know how to pray, know how to prophesy, know how to speak forth the word of Yehovah for such a time as this. Today, I have made you a fortified city. Wow, just picture this. Woo, this is powerful. Today, I've made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests. And the people of the land, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares Yahovah. I'm with you. So what have I done? I have uh, basically made you a fortified city. Listen, they're not going to be able to take you out. But in the flesh, what did Jeremiah face? He went through so much. In Lamentations, what do we call him? We call him the weeping prophet. Why? He was passionate about the people having a life change. Now, the people didn't have a life change. <coughs> you know, it, you don't see uh, the testimony at the last chapter of Jeremiah. It, back there, I think it's 51 or whatever the last chapter is. You don't go to the last chapter of Jeremiah and go, wow, look at that, man. That What an incredible revival. Uh, that took place. It's chapter 52. Well, look at that revival that took place. No, what do we see? We see that uh, the the nation is uh, fallen. Jerusalem has fallen. That's where we get to in the end. So this is not the most encouraging books to read. It's not one of the most encouraging books within the Scripture. But if we can learn the lessons Well, first, the first lesson we have to learn, how can a book that comes against the the, the people, the children of Elohim, so strong that was rejected in the day in which he lived, how can it be so prominent within the Tanakh today? It's because through the generations, everyone's recognized, you know what, Jeremiah spoke forth the word of the Lord. So this is my opportunity, this is your opportunity to receive the word, apply it to our lives. And let's be a people that have a testimony of seeing the rebuilding, that see the victory of revival in the land of Israel. But you know what? Even if we don't witness revival in the land of Israel, will we be faithful with the word of the Lord? Will we be faithful? How much does God desire to bring change to the land of of Israel and to the nations you know in every generation do you not think that he raises up enough people to proclaim deliverance for the entire world in every generation yet how many people walk away from the call how many people shrink back don't apply themselves to inquiring of Yehovah so my encouragement to to you is seek first his kingdom You know, don't just listen to other people to get your messages of understanding, but learn how to be in the presence of Yahovah, to receive in the presence of Yahovah. Then you'll see the victory of the Messiah manifesting within your lives. So, Father, we thank you right now as we come together around your word, as we open up the first chapter of Jeremiah. We thank you for this word. We ask you, Father, to minister to us. Father, we recognize that great terrible things are in the land of Israel right now and are coming to the land of Israel. And we stand in the gap, just like Jeremiah stood in the gap and warned and proclaimed. And we ask, Father, in the day in which we are living, Father, we are praying for one of the greatest outpouring of the Spirit that has ever been seen in the land of Israel to happen in this generation. Father, we're not going to just prophesy gloom and doom over this land, but we're going to stand in the gap and proclaim that this is the day of salvation. This is the day of deliverance. We're not going to believe the false doctrines uh, of uh, end-time theology uh, that thinks that the only time Israel gets saved is after the wedding supper of the Lamb, because there's no such thing as the church within The scripture, it's the ecclesia, the called out ones, the assembly. It takes us all the way back to Mount Sinai. Yeshua, he didn't come to birth a new religion. So Father, will you do a work within our hearts? Father, will you speak through us? Will you test your word within our lives? to show it effective. Will, Will you allow the fruitfulness of the word of Yehovah to go forth for such a time as this in Yeshua's name? Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. All right, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this word. I want to encourage you to share it with someone else. Uh, Please connect with our ministry here in the land of Israel. You can go to bulldozerfaith.com to find out more. If you're watching on social media right now, you can see in the description ways and how you can connect uh, so into our ministry as well. Man, we are working hard to get a new truck Uh, another trailer to work in humanitarian aid projects that we do here in the land of Israel. If you want to support that, listen, this is an urgent time. We're trying to get things in place before the war breaks out in the north, and we need the body of Messiah to stand with us. We need you to stand with us so that we can have victory. And just as we've been we've been speaking, there's sirens going off in uh, different parts of northern Israel right now, and we speak protection, Father, as these missiles are coming in, even today, that you will protect the people, that you will wake the people up, that this truly is the day of salvation. Hallelujah! Well, if you've been blessed and encouraged, also put your comments. If you're watching on YouTube, you know, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. Put your comments in there on social media, Facebook or podcast, however you're listening, however you're watching. Uh, Just put your comments out there and tell us, uh, you know, what the Holy Spirit is saying to you as we go through uh, these times of devotion. But thanks for watching. Thanks for being a part today. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. Until tomorrow tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.